Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. I recognize that the privilege is not mine, but I've been asked by the White House to... Congressman, I'd be happy to answer your question, or you can just have a conversation by yourself. But if you'd like to ask me a question, I'll be happy to answer I just want to continue. The reason is because... don't ask me a question if you don't want to hear my answer. This is a House judiciary, not a House party. Awful. Can we just say enough, right? Like, I'm over it. We don't need to hear from Corey Lewandowski. By the way, I know Corey. He's a good guy. You're just saying that because you're like a Trump lover. Eh, I'm not a Trump lover. Corey's a good dude. Despite Trump, Corey's a good guy. He is. I. It's a joke. I'm. I'm so over it. Like I was. I'm sitting here today, and I'm. I'm. I go. I work out. I come back, and I'm like, this is still on. Like what? What have these people found comparatively to somebody like? Mueller, who had more money and was smarter than most of these mouth breathers, that they're going to get something out of Corey Lewandowski. And he went very Marshawn Lynch. I don't know if you guys remember Marshawn Lynch, but uh, Marshawn Lynch a few years ago uh, did not want to be at the press conference. You remember that, my good friend, uh, Mr. Cran. And he said these magical words. I'm just here so I won't get fined. He, Lewandowski, just overnights, I can't talk about that. That's executive privilege. He said that on numerous occasions. We're going to hold you in contempt. Get over yourself. You don't like Trump. You got 13 and a half months to figure out who you're going to put up against him and move on. Okay? Just enough. Every time something goes on, there are better things that, we could be talking. We're going to talk to Congressman Swikert here in a little bit. I'm going to say, what's going on with you guys? Can you guys not get it together? What are you working on? Tell us something. Because the air is being sucked out of the room, and I'm bored with it, and everybody else is. Right, Marshawn? I'm just here so I won't get fined. Oh, that was so funny when he did that. That was so funny. Let's move to something a little bit more serious. Last night, <sighs> Dancing with the Stars happened. Now, I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, but uh, Becky, have you ever seen Dancing with the Stars? Well, I've seen it many times. Oh, yes. First and foremost, uh, whoever thought Sean Spicer should wear that should be brought up on charges. That was awful. The green puffy shirt. The green puffy shirt. Yeah. It was, it was, it was bad. It was I, like, don't, I don't know what Dancy did. Horrible day. Did he do it? Salsa. Know, but, uh, okay, salsa. so he was trying to, I mean, they had him dress the part, you know. The... It, it was it was awful. And he is stiff. Oh, my God, is he all Like, he has no, there's no bend to him at all. One of the judges said he was offbeat the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time. You know what's funny, though? They said, well, you're just a regular person, aren't you? Like, they expected Charles Manson or, like, Ted Bundy to be up there. Like, you're just a regular old person. Remember, he's already tried this once. What was it? The Oscars that he came out on it as a surprise guest. Did he? Was it yes. the Emmys? The Oscars? It was. It was either the Oscars or the Emmys. I can't remember, and I can't even remember who was hosting. But it was like nobody knew, and it was right after he had left. Yeah. So. And he came out and did this surprise appearance, and it was like, is this funny or is this very uncomfortable? He, well, yeah. Everything. He, first of all, he's a very nice guy. Is he? He is, but very like uh, kind of uh, stiff. Yeah, you know, 
very just he is uh you know he's definitely punched above his weight in life i'm gonna not lie to you there he's punched above his weight a little bit you know but he is uh he's an okay you know guy i mean it's uh trying desperately to reinvent himself yeah yeah and, and here's the thing he's doing it in a different way he's reinventing himself in a way that's much different a lot of people leave the white house like john bolton right now says i got a lot of dirt who's gonna pay me the highest i'm gonna tell you everything He's not done that. Sarah Huckabee Sanders has it. So they, they're reinventing themselves with like, you know what? I served my time. I'm leaving. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And that's much – it's much easier to say, here, here's $5 million. Tell me every horrible thing about the president you can. Right? And we didn't like you a week ago, but we like you now because you don't work it there. You know, and that's the – that's the thing. And he's trying hard to reinvent himself. And I think paint himself as a human being. I, I listened to Alyssa Milano said, you know, everybody – she met Ted Cruz last week. She goes, he's a really nice guy. He's not a villain. And my friends say he's a villain. He's, I say, he's not. He's a human being. I saw him as a human. And, and I heard somebody kind of said the same thing about Sean Spicer last night, minus the, uh, just the most incredibly ugly outfit. If, if, yeah. And if he'd been better at it, too. If he'd yeah. been a pretty good dancer, that might have helped. I think for a lot of people, he made such blunders when yeah. he was in the White House that a I think a lot of people just didn't like him. So. And so, I mean, just as a person, they got to where they didn't like him. So, really? yeah, I, thought the I opposite. do. I thought really? everybody thought, oh, he's a buffoon. Well, so we're that's, just going to uh, leave him alone. I just, and so I feel like a lot of people are like, just go away. So I don't know. I think he's going to have a rough time of it. You think? Yeah, I do. Oh, I do. I'm not sure he's going to be able to buy his way into the hearts of America that easily. <laughs> The green puffy shirt and the appearance Well, the thing the is, so the people that like Trump love him. So a portion of the country loves him anyways. But I think, you know, we... Do they love him? Yeah, yeah. Because he's not, said, he's not turned on Trump. That's true. But I just want... Oh, he just did such a bad job. Yeah, it was awful. It was embarrassingly bad. Well, even Sarah Huckabee Sanders had a tough time, right? Like, she went out there and... By the time she finished uttering a line, he was tweeting the exact opposite of what she said. That's it's, true. It's a no-win situation. And I think people saw that while he's kind of buffoonish, at the same time, I think they go, well, she's a little bit more put together, but she even had trouble with it. I mean, after a while, they just stopped doing press conferences because he would hold his own all the time. That's true. He just Well, he undermined her because yeah. he, she would say one thing, he would say something else. He undermines but, himself. I know. I know. I, I know. tweeted something five minutes ago, but I'm going to go to the polar I'm opposite. I'm change, change it again. Yeah. Uh, Goodness craziness. Ah, David Schweiker is going to join us here a little bit. We're going to talk about today's buffoonery in Congress. Find out if they're actually doing anything or if maybe we can get our money back. That's It's Constitution Day, by the way. Just let you guys know that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. David Schweiker, Congressman, joins us straight ahead. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. This is my vision. It is fabulous. Fabulous. The White House's obstruction of Congress ranges across nearly every committee and virtually every investigation of the administration, whether related to children in cages, botched security clearances, or their failure to defend the country from ongoing attacks by a foreign adversary. He's a mouth breather. I'm just going to put it there. Let's ask him if that's really true. Joining us now, Congressman David Schweiger. Is he a mouth breather? Oh, you got to understand, um, there's stories here in D.C. that Nadler and um, the president have actually hated each other for decades. 
apparently this is not just recent. There is a long history of grudge. Oh, yeah. The two of them. Oh, yeah. And Trump, and, by the way, for those of you not keeping score, there's a great story of him sitting down one day with uh, Richard Branson, David, and uh, 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 we're talking to Congressman David Schweiker, and he says, I'd never met him before. I thought Trump was going to talk about stuff, and instead he spent the four hours talking about how he's going to get revenge on the people that didn't help him out when he was in trouble. They have long memories of things and people they thought have wronged them, and I know Nadler does not like him, and it goes way back. Oh, yeah. So, so apparently there's some history in New York. Um, decades ago, Trump wanted to do some sort of development. Nadler um, developed a neighborhood activist to shut. I mean, there's just all these stories. So my fear is the the poor country is having to suffer through Nadler's ability now to get revenge for all these years. Yeah, it's it's crazy. He's like that angry guy that's getting revenge. He's in every one of those high school movies where he's the bad vice principal that's going to destroy all the kids' fun. That's yeah, Nadler. Yeah. That's yeah, ex- I, I almost see Ferris Bueller's day off and, and the bad principal. You, you basically nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. Talking to uh, David Schweiker. All right, let's talk about real stuff. Uh, well, before you go to real stuff, my little girl asks about you about every third day wanting to know, are you going to talk to the duck man? Oh, the duck man. People have no idea how talented you are on different voiceovers, oh. and she's all excited that you could sound like a duck. Next time you're in town, bring her in. Bring it. Yesterday we had a giant <laughs> lizard in here, like almost seven feet long. We have fun. We're not like those other shows, you know, like Opie and Anthony before us. We're fun. We're fun. Uh. So, uh, so yeah, but uh, – Let's talk about real stuff. Sean Spicer was on television last night, and he wore the ugliest outfit of all time. Is everybody in Washington embarrassed and now turns their head when they see him? Yeah, and the horrifying thing is my wife is a fan of those dance shows. Um, God knows. She, my wife is freaky smart, but she, her, her, her guilty pleasure is those shows. And she called me this morning and said, I think my eyes are were burnt out last night. <laughs> yeah, it was it was I think they did that on purpose. Uh and and Sean, look, God bless the guy. I said I met him a couple times. Very nice guy, very stiff. Uh he had a job, he had a yeoman's job doing that job uh, at first and 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 uh, but the reality is David that it, that it was just it was not a good look last. Hey, some night. of us just don't have the dancing gene. No, we do not. We do not. So we we move on. Today uh, this was all this I mean this is sucking the air out of the room. You guys, you know, not you guys, but uh, they've voted, "Hey, that we're going to do this now." So the inquiry is on. Now every hearing is now an impeachment hearing. Yep. You know, Corey Lewandowski, I thought he acquitted himself well today. He basically said, look, I've done 20 hours with other people that are better than you. And you guys, what are you looking for? Um, my fear is what you're really seeing right now is less about learning anything. It's the checklist. We're going to go through this checklist and saying we held 10 hearings on this and we're now going to do whatever the hell we want to. Um, and, and that seems to be the process so far this year um, with the majority is they already have their conclusion. You sort of wish they would just get to it, but they're going to go through the theatrics of the process, not an actual process, the theatrics. And then at the end, they're going to do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly it. They're going to do whatever they want. And along the way, they don't care. They, they, they tear down and how much it, it basically does nothing for the country. Because I know and we've talked about this on more than a few occasions, talking to Congressman David Schreiger. I've talked to Andy Biggs about this. While all this is going on, there are people like you and other most of the exhausted majority, a little bit on the right, a little bit on the left. You guys are actually working. What are you guys working on? Oh, yeah. We, uh, just minutes ago um, with one of the most uh, liberal, but I, I consider them fairly rational Democrats. We were out in the hallway 
um, talking about industrial production. I know that sounds crazy, but you saw the numbers that came out today. They were incredibly healthy. So everybody has been running around screaming recession. You're wrong. Um, we had this huge spike. And he's from a district. It's California, but lots of manufacturing. And he's talking to me about can we do certain things with tax extenders to keep it going. That's real policy. That's actually working on what makes America you know, healthier and more productive for every American. But the only thing you're going to turn on television tonight and watch is the theatrics. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's either that or Sean Spicer. And either yeah, way. Yeah, well, had, let's, let's not go to that one. Or we had to watch the Browns last night play the Jets, <laughs> and that was just awful as well. It's a no-win situation. Yes, but, but, but my ASU is doing great. They are. They are. Look at that. Everybody's in here. They got the fork out. Ah. Yay. So, yeah, the economy isn't dying like a lot of people think and again we're going to have bumps in the road we've had god knows how many uh, continuous years what are we going on 10 plus years of growth at some point in time we're going to have a slowdown i always say it's not whether or not we slow down it's how do we recover from it we'll show you how strong we really are but these numbers show that we're 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 not quite ready for that and and the economy is actually we're having to rethink and i have this um, i'm blessed to be on what you call joint economic which is the handful of you know, those of us who geek out on this stuff. And we've been having this going back and forth with the Federal Reserve economists. Why is this such a long time of economic expansion? And there's arguments that technology has fixed a lot of the mistakes we would have in the past. Um, inventory recessions and these things, you don't have those buildups because, you know, you buy the hammer at Home Depot, they instantly tell the manufacturer you can start making another one. So in a weird way, because of information, because of our technology, um, we actually have the ability to avoid a lot of our mistakes in the past. You would think there'd be a level of joy in our society. You and I have talked about this over and over, of Hispanic unemployment rates, African-American, handicapped, um, female um, uh, employment numbers, um, labor force participation, and today learning that functionally industrial production, manufacturing, actually took a big spike up last month. Um, why can't we be happy just for a moment that America's doing really well? You know why? Because, and this is simple, David, is because there is, there's no win and the other side winning, and that's the way we've learned now. It's much easier rather than try to say, let me prove out my ideas are better than your ideas and we can move forward. It's the exact opposite. I don't know if my ideas will work. They probably won't. But if I can make your ideas look horrible and you look like a bad person, then I'll win by default. But, but you think about, if you really give a damn, sorry, but about you know, our brothers and sisters, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever that you are, um, things are actually pretty good. We can even make it better. Things like the NAFTA replacement, we actually believe it adds another half a point to GDP growth. Um, and a lot of that will be in almost sort of a manufacturing trade, you know, the, not the super high-skilled workers, but those who've really had a brutal couple decades, you would think we'd be all holding hands and running to go vote on that, and instead we have to grind through just crazy politics because, heaven forbid, you know, the Democrats work with us and give a win for the White House. Yeah, it's just silly. It's just crazy. And they'll say the same thing. When Obama's there, we never give you win. It's just, you know what? But, but that's not true. When Obama was president, there were lots of policy disputes. And we did lots of – I'm looking on my wall right now. I'm sitting in my office. I have multiple bills that are, of, of things I did that Obama signed. We, you know, we, we worked with them. The Jobs Act and those things 
we did with the Democrat-controlled White House. So, so I, I just this is a very different time for American culture and, and politics. Absolutely, we love having you on, brother. You have fun out there. Be careful and don't let them get you on Dancing with the Stars because they're going to put you in a horrible outfit, and oh, it's really yeah. just going to ruin everybody's day. Yeah, having zero rhythm. Um, yeah, it's never going to happen. <laughs> you have a great night. Tell your daughter I said hi, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, you all take care. Thanks. Bye now. Congressman David Schweikert there. Oh, that's still that look. I just look at it. It was just like it was like an otter pop coming at me. Sean Spicer. It was just, it was like a, just awful. Like, what's wrong? Oh, that's awful. The wokeness of comedy. What? Oh, yeah. Saturday Night Live. Wah, wah. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. We deal this. Mueller, arrest me. Chad will trade you two perjury charges for one collusion and throw in a reduced charge of obstruction for free. Yeah, I'd do that. For just listening to... The Chad Benson Show. Yeah! You know, we could be boring when we read these, but I choose not to. Guess who's coming to the Celebrity Theater this Saturday, guys? Little Toto, baby. What are you doing, guys? Tell me! Don't even, you know you're in your car going, oh my God, I love that. Yeah, they're awesome. They were uh, Ringo Starr's backing band, too. I heard that. They were awesome. Yeah, when he was here, yeah, right? He was yeah. Here. Yeah. Now they're going to be out there singing their thing. Just, they got Rosanna and this. Just this, this, it. It's going to be Hold two, the line. That's it. Hold the line. So three songs. They did it was, a no, there was another one. There yeah. was one called 99. Yeah, but like this is it, though. Because everybody in the car right now is going, oh my singing God, how do I get tickets? Simple. Go to KTR.com, right? Visit the rewards page there. Complete details, because you will have a chance to win tickets to see the guys that rocked it like there is absolutely no tomorrow this Saturday at the Celebrity Theater. Oh, God. I love that. That is just the greatest thing in the world. I'm telling you guys. You guys have no idea. None of you have any idea. It's my childhood right there. You know what else was my childhood? Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live used to be really cool. They're not anymore, and they haven't been for a while. It's a lot of miss. Every once in a while, they'll get a hit. And a lot of time, it's based on who's hosting the show and how good they are rather than the people who are doing it. They lost their edge a long time ago. But yesterday, Shane Grimes, who, uh, Gillis, who was, he was <laughs> hired last week, fired yesterday, Comics are reacting right now. Yesterday, Jim Jeffries and Bill Burr, who I love, were on with David Spade, who said, look, I'm not going to comment on this because I'm an alum. Uh, But Jim Jeffries, an Australian comic, if you don't know who he is, maybe the funniest guy out there. And Bill Burr right there with him. I mean, we're talking about two of the best. Uh, Talked about this. Oh, wait, that's a lie. They were on Toto? No, they weren't. Well, this is just cancel culture. The guy shouldn't have been fired. It's just a couple of things back in his history. We're going to go through everyone's history? Yes. Are we going to get rid of every sketch that SNL has done that involves race? Like, I remember John Belushi dressing as an Asian man with a samurai sword. That was the whole sketch. <laughs> or, or, maybe, or maybe Karate we could have, bread. what was it, Mike Myers? He used to play a Japanese host like this. And if they got the question wrong, they had to cut their hand off? Yeah. Do you guys understand that? Do you guys get what that was about? John Belushi, the most, you know, cheeseburger, 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 Coke, no Pepsi. Do you remember? I mean, it was, it was amazing. We laughed. It was incredible. 
But cancel culture has landed, and it's smashing everything. And by the way, Norm MacDonald has hammered and said, this is war. Uh, Rob Schneider came out, said, this is absolute crap. We're coming after you. Because this is what it is. And it's the lie that pisses me off the most on top of all of this, that Saturday Night Live said, well, I, I don't, I, we should have vetted him better. You knew exactly who he was. This was not a cattle call. He did not fill out an application. There wasn't 20 people in the room saying, look, we need eight people. This wasn't like going and getting a job at a warehouse. They knew exactly who he was. Do they go back and also try to look at good things that the person might have done, or are they just looking for the bad stuff? Is it you just scroll through, help cat out of a tree? That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> help grandmother walk across the street? That's not it. You know, I said something like... on a podcast. There it is. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I mean, you could do that. You could honestly do that to anybody. So I don't get it. And then I don't get if you say something like that, you can't work in a sketch show, but like it's okay from what? He can work in a lumber yard? Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's certainly going to meet more Asians there, right? Then <laughs> <laughs> on SNL, it's a, it's a joke about how SNL's not hiring Asians. Jeez, yeah, but also, now I'm in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> We're not running for office. When is this going to f- end? Never. This is what you've got. And you want to know why there's a guy like Trump in the White House? A little bit of it is this. Your wokeness and your cancel culture. People are sick and, time of walk- sick and tired of walking around on eggshells. And guess what? they got a guy who didn't care. Just like those guys who are uber successful, don't care what you think about them. I will tell you, what happened was ridiculous. And I'm sick and tired of cancel culture. I think we should cancel cancel culture. That's what I'm thinking. Can you cancel cancel culture? We just did. You know, the guy, honestly, the one that got fired, more than likely now, because there were, they hired, well, they hired three new people. And I don't, I don't even know his name now. Shane something? Shane Gillis. Okay. Did you know him before this? I knew who he was. Yeah, I've seen him before. Most him people podcast. probably no, did not. No. They do now, and yeah. they will go hunt him yeah. down and, and find him on YouTube and, and it's blah, a chance blah, blah. for him to, to, to blossom, but still, you lost an opportunity with Saturday Night Live that's huge. And it's not like, you know, you lose your dream job sometimes, you don't get it back, even though Mad TV said it was his dream job. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and... Occasionally poke someone in the eye. This is my vision. It is fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> the doctors have decided that I have to undergo chemo again, and that's what I'm doing. And it has different effects on you for some reason, and I don't understand why. Occasionally it will cause excruciating pain in my lower back. Other times it's fatigue. Other times it's nausea. It it varies. That right there is one and only Alex Trebek, who's 79 years young. And it's just very interesting. He is battling... Uh, prostate cancer. It was very advanced as most prostate, not prostate cancer, but uh, uh, pancreatic cancer. By the time they usually find pancreatic cancer, it, it you are in trouble, right? Very rarely do they catch it early. When they do catch it, usually uh, it's it's rather late. And they've tried some experimental things, and it looked like things were going well. But he's having to go back in now because they said that his numbers had spiked and. You know, he's 78 years young. I joke about that, but honestly, if you think about it, Eddie Money died on Friday. He was still touring. He was just out here recently doing a TV show. Rico Kasich 
was 75 and still a big producer when he passed away over the weekend. Alex Trebek is still going, and who knows how long he has. But it, it, it's very interesting. When you listen to this, uh, I think you get a sense of, okay, he realizes that, that this fight is, uh, you know, right at this point in time, you're swinging for the fences. I enjoy what's going on now. Uh, I realize that there is an end in sight for me, just as there is for everyone else. Yeah. And you listen to that, and you're like, wow, that's, uh, uh, I mean, he's going strong. He ain't giving up. But I think he says, like he says, he sees the finish line. He realizes that, and and he's trying to do all he can. As long as I can walk out and greet the audience and the contestants and run the game, I'm happy. Yeah. I w- think about this, right? Because even if he was healthy, he may say, look, I said I wanted to do this, you know, a few years. Here it is. I'm heading to 80. I'd like to join my life. He's going to step away at some point in time. Imagine being the person that's coming in after him. Because nobody wants to be the guy after the guy. All right, I said it. The person after the person. But the reality is nobody wants to do that, right? right? You don't want to be that person after the person. Because you kind of want to let things fade. People are going to criticize. They're always going to compare you to the last guy, the last person. Uh, and then, you know, it's usually the person after that was like, okay, this person's okay. You want to be kind of removed, one removed from there. And if Jeopardy, which I think is going to go on for a while, I don't think even if Alex Trebek, again, was healthy and decided he wanted to retire, I don't think it was going to go anywhere anytime soon. But, you know, he's he's out there and he's doing his thing. And, and he's been very honest about this, uh, especially when he's talking about what he's going through. Are you now figuring out that you're a little tougher maybe than you thought you were? No, I'm still a bit of a wuss because there are moments when for no reason at all, I feel this surge of sadness, depression. It doesn't last very long, but it just takes over my whole being for a short period of time. And I understand it more now. Yeah. Honesty right there. Honesty. It's going to be, uh, again, it's, uh, he's, he's got a fight and he's going through, he's tried experimental things. He's tried a lot of different things. He's got his positive mind flow. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, he's, a, he's a good dude and, and just very honest about what he's going through and doing it in front of the world. You know, I mean, so many people are fighting something every day. I was at the park today playing soccer and there was a guy there and he was, you could tell he was fighting some stuff. And we chatted for a little bit, and he says, ah, it's a good time watching you. It's good to be out here, because I told him, yeah. But, you know, you don't know what the person's going through next to you. And Alex is out there fighting in front of the world. A lot of people fight stuff like this on their own. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. I love hearing from each and every one of you. This is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.